Welcome to the PSBS as he plays your bull session podcast. I'm your host, Coach TPS, and by you boys, my co-host here is Andrew Arenas, double is. And we're continuing with our E3 coverage for this week because um, we posted earlier in the day uh, our Bethesda reactions, kind of reacting to that press conference or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so now we're doing one for the EA and Ubisoft one. We're just going to go over those two together in a longer kind of episode. So I'll probably keep, try to keep it around an hour because I know the Bethesda one was around 30, 40 minutes. But we'll t- try to talk about both. Mm-hmm. And uh, get down EA to what really happened. Yeah. So what uh, was first, EA? EA was first. Um, yeah, with EA, there's not as much to talk about with the EA one. Um, not really. Not really. But because, I mean, the th- here's the thing about the EA conference. They started off so strong. I mean, you opened with Mass Effect 4. Really just that announcement of Mass Effect 4. I, I mean, there's no gameplay, still, but it was it's still It's still pretty big, you know. Yeah, and then we got the name, um, which is uh, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. Which Andromeda, yeah. I kind of wish it wasn't Mass Effect 4, but that's okay. Yeah, but I mean, they knew to, the trilogy yeah. was at over, and they didn't want to maybe get confusion with the story. And it's like, what? I thought the third one was the ending. Yeah, but now, yeah, it, it differentiates itself to be like the next chapter. It kind of like has a new story. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's a new galaxy, and you know, they're stressing this is more like exploratory. You know, it's a new galaxy, a new frontier for them. You saw like the new vehicle that was going around in the end yes, of the, the trip? The, the Marco 2.0 or whatever they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, it looked awesome and uh, looks really pretty from that CG trailer, but uh, yeah, but, I'm interested to see more. Mass Effect, we love Mass Effect a lot. I'm sure a yes. lot of other people do, so um, we'll probably maybe expect a full-on gameplay demo maybe, maybe later this year or maybe it's the next year at next E3, yeah. so... Because the game's not set till holiday 2016, so Ooh, the, possibly in other words, 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah. son! Holiday 2016 is now early 2017. Yeah, because it's probably going to get delayed. Yeah. But wait a minute, Bioware doesn't hard delay their games. They they put they soft delay it. Yeah, like with Dragon Age, it was only like a month, which is something delayed. that I think that. Even though it's not related, that Rise of the Tomb Raider unfortunately has the bad release date of Fallout Four. Yeah, which yeah, I don't know how that even happened because <laughs> did Microsoft not have inside information about when Fallout Four was going to be released? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're working so closely with you know Fallout and Microsoft, but you didn't know the release date. Was that like pulled off like last minute from Bethesda? Yeah. Like, hey, it's coming November tenth. No. What did- like Microsoft must feel badly. They've spent a lot of money trying to get that exclusive thing for Tomb Raider this year, and now it's coming out the same day of Fallout Four. And if anything, like, they should destroyed. delay Tomb Raider to the end of November, or like just release it in December. Yeah, December is fine. Like it's not that yeah. bad as long as you get it before Christmas. Uh, an ex- Xbox exclusive Rise of the Tomb Raider is going to be fine in December. I think it'll be just okay. And besides, it takes place in the snow and it's in the winter. <laughs> Christmas time. Yeah, Chris, get your Christmas cheer on with Laura and about to just die all the time. Freezing to death, yeah. Yeah, freezing to death and possibly falling off a cliff. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, Rise of Tomb Raider is going to get delayed. Fall Off War will not get delayed. Yeah. Rise of Tomb Raider yeah. will. Yeah, I'll probably get, like you said, get delayed till December, pull like a Far Cry 3. December's like fine. That. Like, yeah, yeah it, it, it'll probably do fine in December, but like the same day as Fall Off War, you're, you're basically asking to get murdered. Yeah. But, um, anyway, back around to the actual EA conference. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, but, to dodge yeah. that one. So, yeah. of course, they started well, strong with Mass Effect, yeah, and then they strong, had, it's, um... It started off strong with Mass Effect, Need for then Speed. they went into Need for Speed, which looks cool. 
Yeah. Um, live-action cutscenes? Yeah, live-action cutscenes is kind of weird. You know, it just seems like an old thing to do, especially in a racing game. Mm-hmm. Have the live-action cutscenes, <clears throat> but whatever. So you got Need for Speed. That was cool. And then um, after that, they're showing off um, uh, Garden Warfare 2, mm-hmm. which looks really cool because I really like the first one. I never really played uh, it, but it looked interesting. I played it a lot. I played a good bit, and I really liked it. Uh, my one problem with what we're seeing with Mar- uh, Garden Warfare 2 is that it seems kind of more like in a, a big expansion pack than like a sequel because it's all the same. Like the HUD's exactly the same and oh. the core gameplay's the same. You know, but it's more like... It doesn't oh, earn its two? I mean, the first game wasn't even a full price game anyway. It was still 40 bucks. So this game's probably going to launch the same thing, $40 price tag. You know, so if, so if you bought both games, that's only $80 total. So you're paying a little more than... You basically bought a game and a season pass. So that's what this is. That's, that's your season pass. That isn't too bad. <laughs> so that isn't too bad. Uh, but I'm like what I see of Garden Warfare 2. Like I said, they're adding a bunch of new character classes, um, which look really neat. I, I do love the Titanfall kind of reference they do when you play as the imp. You can yeah. like summon a Titan, the robot that comes from the sky. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Um, and they did. They did take. Um, they did add in one of the big problems with the first game. Like one of the thing. The thing about the first game was there was a split screen um, and online co-op mode um, called Garden Ops or something like that. Garden. And and it was fun because it was like you know fighting off waves of enemies. But the only problem was you could only play as the plants in that mode. Like play as the zombies. Yeah. Now it's like now you can play as the zombies in this mode in the co-op mode and fight off waves of enemies. So I'm like, yes, that was one of the big problems, and they fixed that. And again, they promise you know free DLC going forward, like updates and stuff for the game. Um, oh, how nice of cool, EA! Yeah, another cool thing too. They said like all your characters from the first game and your progress will carry over to this game. Hmm. So like all like the little parts and accessories and your loadouts and all that can carry over right away. And again, that kind of makes it seem more like an expansion pack, but whatever, you know. Might as well have the maps from the first game carry over too. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Like I said, neither one's going to be a full price game, so like it's not really that big a deal if we're calling it out as expansion pack rather than a sequel. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. But then you got to the middle part of the EA conference, which, which was, was probably one of the worst <laughs> I've seen oh, in quite God. a while. I mean, it was just bad because you had that momentum coming off of those games; those look good. <laughs> but then you get to the middle, and they're like, "Let's talk about mobile gaming," and it's like. No one wants to hear about mobile gaming at E3. Brandon, know, we a, can't be hypocrites of that, even though we did hear about mobile games at Bethesda. But at least it was yeah. a more compelling reason to listen to that. And uh, and it, who knows? Yeah, maybe we, if Todd Howard was talking about the Minions <laughs> uh, mobile game, maybe I'd be yeah. more interested. But um, yeah, just that stuff really left me uninterested. And, yeah. But the difference with that was like with the Bethesda one, at least one, it was Fallout. It was like. He's like, he's like, he's like, wait, wait, I'm going to talk about Fallout 4s. Let me talk about my app first. And, and then it was know, actually Bethesda's entry into... Yeah, it was their iOS. first, yeah, the first iOS game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was Fallout. So at least it is related to the main games we're showing on stage. Same thing when they did the Elder Scrolls card game. It's Elder Scrolls related. But when you, when you actually devote time at your E3 conference to talk about Minions Paradise, <laughs> you know, a game that has nothing to do with, like, the big ones. Like, if it was a Battlefront app or a Mirror's Edge app or something like that, I'd be okay. But... It's minions, you know. It's not <laughs> tied to any of these big things, you guys. Yeah, there's no minions you know. uh, regular game coming to PS4. There's no minions console game because nobody else, nobody makes uh, full-on console movie games anymore, really. Yeah. So 
Unless you sort of count the Lego games, but those are... Yeah, I mean, you know, you had Lego Jurassic World this week, but uh, that, that's just really just them at this point, you know? It's, there's nobody else that really even makes them. Ubisoft don't bother. EA doesn't really bother <laughs> making you, them, so those licensed games have kind of died. So then when you devote... Conf- and then here's another thing <clears throat> that we have to consider with E3 conferences is that they're also not just for the gamer. They're for, you know, investors, yeah. too. And if they look at that, like, oh, the mobile space market is really growing. and I totally uh, want to put ads on that. Yeah, I totally want to put ads on it. So, you know, that's also maybe for them. But for us, it was not very good. And yeah. it just made you wonder, just, what were they thinking? What were they doing? So that was really weird. And then... But then they showed, you know, the nice old Republic expansion. I know that's a PC thing, but it's always awesome to watch those cinematic trailers. You know, those cinematic trailers are so good. <laughs> I know. I'm like, good job producing the movie. <laughs> good for, yeah. for producing a short like, why film. Can't, yeah, why can't Bioware just make animated Star Wars movies? I know. Or, or hell, at least write the spinoffs. You know, get Bioware to write the spinoffs, those ones Disney, Disney are planning. They're too busy writing the game. I guess so. The, the, the game? God. You know, they'll still need to see. Um, and then you know, then they have to talk about their sports games, and those always are really awkward drawn and hard, and drawn, drawn out. out and hard. Yeah, they're drawn out and awkward, and they're just hard to like stage demo. You know, because I mean, it's just what more can you really say? You know, on just, stage, it exists. It exists. It's Madden. It's it's NBA. You know, like because yeah, I mean, annual as annualized, but I mean, yes, each one is a little bit different, but it's more one of those things where you have to really play them to kind of know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know. So it is really weird when they're trying to put it on stage and say, look, here's all the differences in the dribbling and the passing and this and that. And I'm like, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to show and say, you got to really just play the game, you know, to get that, you know? So it does feel drawn out and awkward when they're on stage showing all these sports games. And it's and like, yeah, NBA live, you know, it doesn't NBA really live. even have that great of a reputation. And yeah. Ugh. Oh, I'm totally going to play around with that app though. <laughs> to like put your that? face in the game yeah or like put other have... people's face somehow mm. oh yeah like i won't even have the game but i'll still download the app and just play with it just see how good my face like pops up on it <laughs> you know I'd be like oh look if i was playing the game this would be in there i guess that's cool i hope it works well because you know we had nba 2k 15 trying to do that and it didn't work to a great success so maybe it might work better there maybe they have the technology that works better they have the technology yeah. Yeah, the technology. To build the first but, uh, biotic <laughs> basketball player. Biotic basketball player, yep. Oh. And then, and then you know, they show this. Yeah, FIFA yeah, and NHL. The FIFA thing was, oh, God. The FIFA thing was so weird. I'm like, I guess because we just don't care about soccer. So, like, seeing Pele walk on stage and talk for five minutes straight is not very. Um, I mean, it's great that uh, he's there, does. but it's not, yeah, it's not conference friendly. Like, it, yeah, it needs to be I mean, somewhere like, else. Like, on a, yeah. on a post Twitch live stream. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I guess because we're just not big soccer fans, so we don't get that impact of, like, oh, it's Pele, you know, and he's talking stories for five minutes, you know? I mean, I guess it's kind of like a few years ago when James Cameron just came on stage and just gave the entire plot to Avatar on stage, you know? When he was like, displaying and, the game. Yeah, he was playing the game and he just went over the whole plot of the movie. Like, he just went, like, step by step, like, exactly what happens in the movie. And I'm like, okay. Well, I didn't I mean, stop anyone from seeing it. Well, no, apparently not. <laughs> but but I mean, I'm just saying, like, when that happened, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's cool, James Cameron, because, you know, I'm a movie guy, so I'm okay with that. So I guess if I like soccer, I'd be okay with Pele talking for however yeah, long. Yeah, but even if, because due to the fact, you know, they sat him down and, like, basically interviewed him for, like, a short period of time, <laughs> I just don't think 
I, I just don't think like interviews within ETH three conferences are very good. They just kind of ruin yeah, momentum. And you know, after you saw did. the momentum that Microsoft had, it, it was it, it, both of them, both EA and Ubisoft. We'll get to Ubisoft, but just kind of fell flat in that regard in kind of a big way. And, you know, they've been around for a long time and they've done this for a while. And it's just kind of, it, it's basically losing my interest in a little bit in those two companies. And I didn't really expect much, especially from EA today, even though I was impressed with a couple of the things that they showed, you know, and we'll talk about Battlefront as well later. But, um, I don't know. It was just a testament to, you know, just my level of even concern about these two companies. Like, yeah. And suffice it to say, you know, we, we play a lot of their games on PlayStation. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and they're also on PC. Um, they sometimes make some of the best games and also downloadable ones too. But it's just, I don't know. And especially, you know, we saw them give screen time to mobile games and that's really just their prerogative, business prerogative. And it's just, I don't know. It, 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 it was just kind of a telling sign of like why yeah, I don't really like their business practice. And I'm sure not a lot of people like them too. And why they keep getting voted worst company? So, yeah, it's just kind of mm-hmm. kind of weird. But, but um, what else? Kind of switching. We'll switch to lighter note. Uh, Unraveled was shown. At least that's an original. Yes, IP that, that looked interesting. Neat. I mean, it was, so basically, screw you to Yoshi Yarn. Um, <laughs> it, it looked interesting. And Kirby Yarn. And, yeah, Kirby's Epic Kirby Yarn. Yarn. That was a good game. Yeah. Uh, but but especially the Yoshi's because that was the one that's coming up with the amiibo. So I can already yeah. see the amiibo of that little guy. Um, pop up. Oh, if this were to come to a Nintendo console, yeah. Which um, is it? I have no idea. They didn't announce any platforms. I would presume PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. Uh, it looked interesting. I like the design. It's very imaginative, and I'm um, excited to see more of it soon. Um, yes. Looked but it was kind of yeah. kind of funny as I was watching it, and then he's like, "You can use the yarn to like you know traverse, yeah. you know the the land." And I'm like. Oh my God! Activision or whoever needs to steal this and make a two D Spider Man with this, mm. <laughs> like you know the way you use the webbing and stuff. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want an Arkham Blackgate version of Spider Man <laughs> where I'm in two D. I don't. I don't want my Game Boy Spider Man two game. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, or or whoever, whoever Disney gives the Marvel license to eventually <laughs> steal that and just make a two D Spider Man game with that. I don't know. Not even the iOS Spider Man games are even two D. So, yeah. <laughs> keep wishing. But yeah, but like I said, that but that was still in the beginning when they showed Unravel, and that looked neat and whatever. Yeah, it looked and neat. You could, and, you, and you could tell there's a lot of like you know passion behind it. You know, the guy was really enthusiastic and nervous to kind of show this off and like you know explain the story behind his game. Yeah, um, I think it's it's something new. Well, not new, entirely new, but it, it's something different. It looks interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, now still kind of more in the beginning when they had their momentum, they hit the middle with the mobile games and the sports games. Oh. But then they were like, but then they're trying to like pick up steam and go, oh, here's Mirror's Edge Catalyst, you know? And yeah, Mirror's Edge looked real sweet. Mm-hmm. They showed the trailer and they're like, yeah, confirming that this is like a prequel because you kind of get our origin, mm-hmm. um, showing a little bit of gameplay. And they said how like it's different. It's like an open world game now, where the first one was more kind of level based. This one's like open world. Yeah, and it seems like probably maybe the cutscenes will also be different too. It's not going to be the animated cutscenes, probably. Yeah, um, so a lot of neat stuff. And the cool thing too with Mirror's Edge, though, they even gave a release date. They didn't do like everyone else was doing and just saying early 2016. They gave a straight release date. They said February 23rd, 2016. Good. They put a hard date on it. Um, yeah. Since it's a long time coming, I kind of doubt that one would get delayed. So yeah, I think they got this one kind of locked set. in. 
Yeah. It's good. So we'll then again, another game to add to the list of 2016 for the first three oh, months. Yeah. Looking pretty sweet. Yeah. Right now. But but that was the thing too. Like like I said, they were trying to pick up their momentum and like, here's Mirror's Edge. And they knew they got the crowd excited. But then right after Mirror's Edge, they went to Madden. I'm like, what? Like, uh, you just had your sports section. Why do a sports section? do Mirror's Edge, and they go back to Madden and be like, yeah, you can do drafting in Madden. I'm like, I don't care. I know. Uh, and the games already sell well enough anyway, so I just don't know, understand why you had to devote so much time to them, you know? Yeah. Imagine all that time com- combined of all the sports and even in the mobile games that could have been used to, I don't know, announce new IPs. But yeah. I, I kind of maybe that would be contradictory to myself due to the fact that we don't, I don't really like having new IPs announced so far in advance, so... Yeah. Maybe none of those were ready, unfortunately. So yeah, probably not. Uh, that, that's what they had to fill it like, with. Yeah, because I mean, they didn't want to do like last year, where it was all about stuff that's not ready. You know, the concepts, the concept stuff, where like everything they showed today, other than Mass Effect, had gameplay. You know, because mm-hmm. um, you know, right after Madden, they got to the big thing. They were hyping up the whole show. Battlefront, Star Wars, Battlefront, gameplay. Here and you then go. you had the lady just give her long ass monologue yeah. about Star Wars. God, that was like a long monologue. I was like, what, five minutes? I was like, I love Star Wars. We all love Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, we know that. We know people love. So who doesn't love Star Wars? <laughs> so we get it, okay? Get Look, it, I wasn't man. born in nineteen freaking seventy seven, but I know that Star Wars was really good even for my childhood too. We get it. Everybody has the same freaking story. Just show the gameplay. And then they showed the gameplay. And then they showed the gameplay, which mind you it was pre alpha, so even for pre alpha gameplay it looked quite good. Yes. Um and uh I mean it. It, it definitely captured the essence of Battlefront, which I was definitely oh, yeah. looking for. Which I was, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I, I'll admit, I was a little surprised that it did. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy that it does. And um, they're, they're going on the right track with, in terms of how it looks and feels so far. Um, it's a little okay, more I, I, than Battlefield Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved it. You know, I just, like I said, the game looks so good. And you know it's in first person, but then they switch to third person. You got the you got the you got, you got, you got, kind of got the old Battlefront feel when they switch to third person, yeah. um, shooting at things. And then I love the kind of um, like I said the detail of everything. You got the Hoth, you got the uh, you know the sound effects and the explosions, and you know the vehicles make the right sounds. And you know when you see the uh, the ATAT coming over, like you feel that presence of that thing over you. You know in the gameplay. Yeah, it's the thing uh, about. Uh Star Wars, and at least Lucasfilm was able to provide for Dice, and Dice has always, always done a really good job with their sound design. So that's intact, which is a very key essence. If sound was not really that good in Battlefront, then you're done. Yeah. Um, and it seemed that the battles just look really grand and epic, and so yeah, it's, it's Battlefront. It's Battlefront. Yeah, that we've all remembered. It just yeah. uh, looks a whole lot better than it did back in the day. So, yeah. So so people people's faith that faith is coming back in this game. You know, it is. Like, oh. <laughs> just hope none of the like you know behind the scenes stuff doesn't kind of ruin it. Um, yeah. We'll probably maybe see more at Sony's. Yeah, we probably will. Uh, that's tonight. Um, so yeah, yeah, because they were playing that. They stressed yes. that too. Like this is playing on a PS4, mm-hmm. you know. Unlike so many other game demos that were earlier today, where they were played on the Xbox One. No. Uh, it's nice to see one on PlayStation, uh, which yeah. was rightfully so. Battlefront. Mm-hmm. 
So, so, but that was really cool. Like I said, the, the Battlefront demo really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I'm seeing, and you know, obviously, we want to see more. We'll see probably maybe see more tonight, or maybe you know, obviously up to least. So, so really excited for Battlefront. So now, think, did they say Battlefront was playable? Yes, Battlefront was actually playable at E3. Good, it would have to because it. it's coming out this year. Yeah. So you'll see people giving impressions and stuff of that. Now, when is it coming out? Is it October? It's coming out November. Better not be November 10th. No, November 17th. So you're seven days after Fallout 4. Seven days after Fallout 4, yeah. Ooh, that's, uh... Even that's tough. But... Well, I mean, when you want to get your multiplayer fix, you play some Battlefront, and when you want your single player, like, I want my space, I'll play some Fallout 4. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's it's like it. what my Microsoft approach is to Rise of the Tomb Raider. Do you think, yeah. wait, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, do you think they'll have multiplayer if they didn't announce it at this point? Yeah, if they didn't announce it at this point, they might have just dropped it, I think. Oh, that's good. Unless they want to pull a freaking Last of Us announce it two weeks before the game comes out. I just hate the way that Microsoft is really delivering the message with, with Rise of the Tomb Raider, dude. Like, they're not being straight with that game. Like, the way they're talking about it? Well, no, when they showed it at the thing, it said exclusive holiday 2015. Yeah, I know, but even still, just the way they're talking about it. I hate yeah. that it, I hate that it's shown with along the, among the likes of Master Chief and Marcus Phoenix because yeah. Warcraft is not <laughs> Xbox mascot. I hated that so much when it was in the video. I was like, why is Lara Croft with them? She's not a Microsoft-like figure. It's she like, only is like, because you funded the game. Yeah, it's like if they, it's like if if they if like Microsoft decided to do an Xbox uh, Heroes game, you know, and like she's in it, it's like that doesn't make any sense. It's just you know? stupid. I hated that. And if anything, in that conference, even though that conference was very well done, I hated that the most. I hated just the, the way delivery of how they were talking about Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then of course a November tenth release date, which is stupid. Yeah, but then again, it's some, it's, there's some stuff at E3 that you can't really change last minute like that, and you can't really put a false release date. So probably when they saw November 10th, along with Fallout 4, also they were like, "Ah, shoot, we just got to say it, and then maybe we'll change it later." Because you can't really yeah. change stuff like that on the fly. Yeah, don't. So. Yeah, don't delay it right away. Just wait a few weeks or a couple months, and then just be like, "Yeah, we need you can already pre-order. You can already probably pre-order Rise of the Tomb Raider anyway." Oh, so yeah. it's like it's it would be weird if like, oh, next day, oh. Rise of the Tomb Raider, or I don't know, you could be like Rocksteady and delay it, like fucking Arkham Knight after you announce it. But, <laughs> but, uh, I think they'll wait a few months or something and then announce a, a slight delay to like December or something. You know? but, but yeah, um, so that's that. And then, uh, that's how EA wrapped up with the press conference, not with Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider, but with Battlefront. No, but <laughs> with Battlefront, which was great. But, so, yeah, so, overall, EA, so overall, EA had an okay one. It started off strong. Dragged like hell in the middle, but then it, it, it finished strong with uh, with battle, battle, uh, battle. Yeah. So with the software that they have, it's it, it's fine. It's not it's fine. It's not anything bad. Yep, not bad. Uh, but then the Ubisoft one was after it, and yes. I felt Ubisoft had a really strong show. I thought I feel. Yes, uh, but there were some things that left me uninterested. Uh, there was only one <laughs> bad moment for me in the whole thing. Bad moment. A bad moment. Yeah, the only the only screw up they had was the Just Dance presentation. Yeah, I mean, that was that that was out of nowhere and unnecessary. Well, I don't know. It's not really uh, out of nowhere. So it's you know you gotta get that yeah, da- yeah. daily reminder that the game exists. Yeah, but I mean, 
Other than that, I think everything else was just right. Like, they present a game, it was on stage for the right amount of time, move on to the next game. Show a little bit of it, move on to the next game. Like, I think it had a good flow going, other than when Just Dance came on, and it was just on stage for too long, and it was just not, it broke kind of the flow a bit. But everything else was great. Because, I mean, right when the show opened, brand new game, sort of. I mean, we didn't know this was coming, and here it was. South Park's getting a sequel, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, the South Park. Uh, was it, was it called? The uh, God, I forget what it's called. The something, but uh, but together, the superheroes. Yeah, they they're switching the format. It's not just the stick of, stick of truth two, even though it does pick up right where the last one ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a sequel, and now it's more superhero based. Where instead of like the first game focused on the um, you know, the kind of like fantasy role playing thing, where this one's more like oh, it's superhero stuff. Oh, um, superhero stuff. Superhero stuff. So I'm really excited for this game. Um, it's probably a ways off. They didn't give a release date or anything like that. Probably 2016. Probably sometime 2016. Because like, they even said that when the creators came on stage. They're like, we have a foundation now to make an even better game. So it's not like they're starting over from scratch. So they could probably make this game kind of oh, quickly. kind of quickly. Kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say rush it, but, you know, they have the foundation down. So it doesn't take as long to develop. All right. You know? Uh, but yeah, super excited. I love Stick of Truth. So I'm really excited to uh, for the sequel. Yeah, me too. I mean, I would have liked to also see uh, maybe a new version of Stick of Truth, maybe on PS4, but that's probably not going to happen. Well, maybe maybe that could be like their thing. The hold over. Closer. They'll, they'll announce, yeah, they'll either announce a definitive edition to hold you over to that, or maybe it'll be like a super pack where it'll come with, it'll come with Stick of Truth in it, you know? Oh, dang, that means I'll have to play Stick of Truth first. Yeah, we got caught up in the story anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like again going back to the Microsoft one, but that was like when Microsoft they announced, "Oh, Fallout Four comes with Fallout 3. and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> like really? That's when you can purchase it. Fallout Three for like five bucks? Yeah, and besides, if you just got Fallout Four, you don't want to play Fallout Three. You want to play Fallout Four. Then again, you know it's the same deal. Like you know, when Bioshock Infinite came to PS3, it came with the first Bioshock. But even though Bioshock was, I mean, it's still like a masterpiece. But like, and so is Fallout Three. But like, you know, Fallout Three is kind of like a bigger investment than Bioshock One. So yeah, exactly. Like Bioshock Infinite, like you play Bioshock Infinite, like oh, I really like this. You know what? Yeah, I want to go play the first one again, and it's right here on the disc. You know, but like Fallout's not like no like Fallout those are each one of those are like over 100 hour games you're not gonna just sit there play Fallout 4 maybe and go, you know what I wanna play Fallout 3 and you switch to Fallout 3 and you're like no or maybe if you're the person that maybe traded in Fallout 3 way back in the day and now that Xbox One has backwards compatible now maybe you can play Fallout 3 if you want to go back to it yeah but um, oh no I pulled up that South Park it's South Park the Fractured But Whole that's what it's called um, <gasps> And it is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Did they say Obsidian's making it? No, it's from Ubisoft San Francisco. What has there been their tracker record? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, Lord. Okay, we'll I'll have to see about that. I mean, but. they're just building on the foundation. I mean, the creators uh, are still involved, so they're still developing, you know, writing it and all that. I don't know, so, just making sure. I mean, Obsidian yeah. just did a good job making yeah. that game it's just uh, maybe they're working on their other Squirrels game I don't know <laughs> making it on that from that Fallout 4 engine maybe mm-hmm. I don't know that'll be awesome yeah 
All right, what else was from Ubisoft? Uh, you so, got the distance yeah, and the... But, okay, well, yeah. So Division, the Division. Park. Yeah, I was just kind of going through. Like I said, they opened with South Park, and I was really um, excited for that. Um, and then they moved on. and Yeah, they showed the Division again. And you had a scripted multiplayer, which I don't know if you like. What did you think of the Division? I mean, I mean, yeah, it was scripted multiplayer, but... You know, they were trying to really emphasize kind of the dynamic you can do. What do you, th- what do you, yeah, here's the thing about dynamic. Do you like that dynamic of where you kill, where you're basically being a dick to your friends and just <laughs> killing them after? Which is something I would totally do to you. But like, oh. <laughs> like you're on your yeah. knees or whatever and you're like, please don't kill me. <laughs> I don't want to lose my loot. Well, I take it. I'm going to take my loot. But, the vision seemed to look. I, I I'm always interested in the division. It seems like a really interesting game. It's been a long time coming because like we'd see the division. How many E threes? <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. The, the, um, it, it, it looks good. And um, oh yeah, the division looks great. Um, I'll, like I'll I said, probably I mean, I do, get it. Yeah, because I do love kind of the freedom they're giving you. Like you could be in a squad but still kill your friends and steal their loot, or other people can come in. It kind of gives you that more. That dynamic of just you're in a world where it's like everybody's really kind of looking out for themselves. That's more that you know that, that apocalyptic feeling. You know <laughs> that makes me wonder if like Last of Us Two multiplayer would make you do that. Like yeah. if there's friendly fire, <laughs> well, not really friendly fire. Like oh, there's a rogue, there's a rogue person in your group. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's looking really great. And uh, they said betas would be starting. Well, they already said the first beta is going to be December on Xbox One, but then a public beta for PS4 would be in, like, I guess January or something like that. Yeah. So we'll have a chance to play it before it comes out, which they did give a release date for. I was surprised. They gave a, a release date. They said March 6, 2016. Mm. So we got a release date for The Division, finally. Hope it doesn't get delayed. Better not. Yeah. No, please. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Because um, Ubi- that's the thing about the Ubisoft conference. They were very open in the beginning. Like, we know we kind of screwed up this past year. They you know, did. like they, so they know they're trying to keep everything on track. You know, trying to make the division work and um, do all that. And like so they show South Park, which is great. Um, but then they talk about like expanding some of the other games, like uh, the crew. They announced they're going to be doing a big expansion pack for the crew. Um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the wastelands or something like that. Um, the crew oops. exists. <laughs> The crew exists. But no, I mean, they're doing a big expansion pack where they're adding all new cars. Like, there's going to be, they're adding um, dirt bikes, they're adding uh, monster trucks, a lot of more off road areas. So it looks really cool. And uh, it, it seems to get a graphical overhaul in a way. Yeah, that's what they, like, it even stressed that in the thing, like, in the notes at the end, it said graphical overhaul. It said, Why like, graphical overhaul. make a sequel. <laughs> But that's the thing. Well, I mean, they're calling it an expansion pack, but that's what I mean. Like, is it an expansion? Like, what, do you download it or do you go buy a separate disc? Like, what it, like, I don't know. We have to, have to read more into this. Um, yeah, that's a lot that we're going to read into. Because it doesn't come out to November also, so that kind of makes you think it might be a bit more, like, maybe it is the crew, like, 1.5 rather than just not, you know, not a full sequel, but kind of the expansion or whatever. Oh. So we'll see. We'll see. But it's cool. I mean, they're supporting the game and kind of, you know, making yeah, it better. Yeah, not giving up, but they should have just made a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is kind of a sequel. Yeah, basically. Your yeah. 1.5 expansion pack. Give life to the game. It's like uh, when yeah. you're rubbing two things together and you get them clear. Mickey <laughs> starts side dead. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm glad they're supporting it and giving extra content to make it make it work. Right. Um, 
because everybody because everybody said it was technically sound and my brother plays it a lot and he likes it it's just one of those things where like the game itself is just okay like technically sound it works the game works it, it's doing what they said but the game itself like the, just the structure of it is just okay yeah. about missions and all that but you know but like i said i'm glad they're supporting it I mean, people did and complain the other- about the graphics so you know yeah at least it looks better mm-hmm and then after that, they were showing, oh, doing some more expansions to Trial Fusions. It's like more crazy expansions to that. That little car game looked like uh, a Trials Fusion kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, the car game at the end. Um, I forget what it was called. Trackmaster or something like that. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. It looked like fun. Yeah, it looked neat. And they, it has VR support because they said that yeah, you can play that at E3 with VR. So there you go. That's a Morpheus game right there. I was gonna think like uh, that game when you make your tracks, um, like if you can use the Microsoft uh, Hololens to like oh, the Hololens. to like move around the track and like use your hand to like put stuff in it. Maybe that would be kind of cool. Maybe we'll see. Because the Hololens um, is pretty neat. Granted, like when they showed the Hololens, it was for like a blocky ass game like Minecraft. So like I can't imagine like a fully <laughs> rendered game, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was an appropriate first game to show for that thing because you know it's not very technically advanced at all. So like it's really simple, oh, yeah. so it can run really well on it. Yeah, process. <laughs> yeah, process it quite easily. Like if it can run in a freaking like old iPhone, it can run like on an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So that was like that was so cool. That definitely wowed people when that came on. It was like really neat. Oh yeah. I know. Beat uh, that. Take that, Morpheus. Son. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, anyway. But uh, what else was at the Ubisoft one? Uh, they showed some more Rainbow Six Siege, which looks awesome. Which, which yes, the game does look awesome. And they showed off the campaign. Yeah, of sorts. I don't know if it's gonna have a full. I don't know. They're still really vague on whether it has a full it campaign need, or not. These games that are centered focus on single player, they need campaigns. Like Evolve Two is gonna have a campaign. I bet you Titanfall Two is gonna have a campaign. You can't. Yeah. You can't. No I mean, longer. they already stress like, oh, we got a serious actor playing a character. So I'm like, well, okay. So there must be a campaign to support that, right? I mean, it's not like you got her like what doing the opening cutscene and then just that's her- it. Go home. Yeah, just, after that. Yeah, after that, just her doing what voiceover for multiplayer, <laughs> or like you know, just like little voice recordings in your head. Yeah. Like, go to objective. Go to objective B. Disarm bomb A. Disarm bomb B. Well, it was saying that you can play it by yourself or in co-op. Yeah. I don't, which I'm probably not gonna do. I mean, freaking like it looked hard. Yeah, it looks hard, um, but it looks so awesome. Like I just love it's you know strategic. You know, you, you die once you once you're down, you're down for the whole match or round or whatever. You know, I, hope you just, uh, um, I hope it's good. I hope it's. I hope it's good too. Uh, but it's one of those things where like I just don't know if I'll get it at launch because that's the thing about Ubisoft games they they drop in price really fast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, here's you know. the thing about this fall. We don't know. Okay, I mean, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I won't get on launch. Cause that yeah. game's gonna drop down like twenty bucks. Yeah, Ubisoft games drop in price. They either drop in price really fast, or they always throw some kind of deal where it's like, oh, buy one Ubisoft game, get one free, or buy two, get one free. You know, on just if Ubisoft one of their games, games doesn't work. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. Um, like I said, there's probably gonna be some. I mean, like I said, like that was the thing last year. All those Ubisoft games came out last fall, and then like. Target or whatever did a did a thing where it was like just on Ubisoft games, like buy one get one free on all Ubisoft games or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. Or if one of their so, games yeah, doesn't work go- this year, maybe they'll have like an apology pack where like, oh, yeah. 
Assassin's so Creed Syndicate didn't work no. somehow, so we'll give you another game for free. Yeah. So, I mean, as good as Siege looks, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to get it at launch because I'll wait for it. Like I said, the Ubisoft price drop or some Ubisoft deal to yeah. buy and get one free or something. Right, right, um, But it still looks really good, though, from what I'm saying. I love, like I said, I just love what it is, you know, what it's, what it's going for. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, we'll see more of that. And they are doing a beta for that in September. The end of September, they're doing an open beta for that. I'm so, so excited to get a chance to play beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, looks good. It comes out. The game itself comes out October thirteenth. That's that's my birthday. But uh, that means you will get that launch. No, I'm going to be using all my money to get Rock Band Four the week before. Okay, you can now since you can pre-order Rock Band Four right now. Yes, I can pre-order Rock Band Four now. Um, can I pre-order on the store out. tomorrow on the PlayStation Store? Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing. Like, Rock Band 4 has a release date for October 6th, and the pre-orders are up now. But right now, you can only pre-order the full band pack or the guitar pack. You can't just pre-order the game. That's very weird. Yeah, that is weird, considering they kind of said, hey, you can use your old instruments. You know? Yeah. So it's like, I have old instruments, so I just want to buy the game. But they're like, no, you got to buy at least with a guitar. Maybe they just maybe they want you to buy the game on the PSN store when it's on the store tomorrow for pre-order. Maybe so. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe the only way you can buy just the game is digitally. You know. I don't want mine. I love it. I mean, I know you don't care. You're going to buy it digitally anyway. Because but, basically, Rock Band's an app. You just play it right yeah. from your PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, for me, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm buying the band pack anyway because I need new instruments. And that Rock Band for you'll get DLC songs for free. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, if you pre-order, you get like a thirty-song pack. Awesome, dude! But I looked up the songs; half of them are already available. Well, so yeah. Like, I mean, this is so it's more like if you, if you, yeah, if you have these already, then okay. But if you don't have any of these songs, then hey, you're getting thirty songs for free. Remember, it's got to be for those people that we talk about that are introductory, possibly to rock band. It's yeah. like, hey, here's intro your little stuff. intro, intro songs. Yeah, but um, freaking. Okay, and then now back to whatever Ubisoft, what else they had? They had Division, and then they had the last game that they had, which was a big surprise, Ghost Recon's coming back. Ghost Recon's coming back. And that's a funny thing, too, because when they, because it, oh, there is one big game we forgot to talk about, but we'll we'll go back around to it. You can't fight the Um, friction. Yeah, I can't fight the friction. Yeah, it was funny because when they showed the trailer, they're like, normally we say something new for the end, but they said, no, we're, we're going to revive old franchise, so... They played the trailer, and like as I'm watching the trailer, I'm trying to figure out what franchise this is. You know, <laughs> like as the trailer was going, I'm like, at first I'm like, at Harper? first I'm like, uh, at first I'm like, I thought maybe Far Cry, but I thought, oh god, they're not trying Call of War as again, right? Like, they're not doing, they're, are they really gonna try that again? It's all the skull and they're talking drugs and stuff, and I'm like, mm, I don't think they would try that again. Um, the money, <laughs> the yeah, mercenaries. The money. And the mercenary stuff, and I'm like, mm, I'm like, yeah. Did they like buy the the mercenary IP or something? Because like that's what it kind of looked like. <laughs> oh yeah, with like the beards and like the. <laughs> yeah, it looks a lot like mercenaries, and I'm like, mm, maybe they bought that IP. Um, it's coming but, back I, with another I, pandemic I, franchise coming yeah, back. Another pandemic franchise coming back. Yeah. So as the trailer was going, I was trying to figure out what this is. And at one point, Ghost Recon did cross my mind because I'm like, oh, it's a shooter and it's third person. Maybe it's Ghost Recon, but it looks different. And then it's like at the end, it's like, yes, yeah, Ghost Recon, the uh, wild, what is it called? The Wildlands or something like that? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like that. 
wildlands, wastelands, all wild rides, all these <laughs> wild hunt, all these people. Wild hunt. <laughs> wild hunt. <laughs> no copyright at all with CD Projekt Red and all that. <laughs> Ghost Recon, wild hunt. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's revealed to be Ghost Recon. So it's this is technically Ghost Recon. Yes, open world. Uh, I'm assuming it's co-op. You know, you saw like four people teaming up. To fight the friction. Um, fight the friction, yeah. <laughs> to fight um, the friction. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like taking the franchise in a really new direction, you know. Which is good. World. It needed that revival. Yeah, but now it's less military and more. it's more like bro shooting. It's like, oh, yeah, bros, we got like our beards and wearing Under Armour hats and stuff. And but it is kind of like military. I mean, you were like rolling around in the military cars. You got military-grade weapons. And it still were- feels more like mercenary work, though, because it's like you're not really <laughs> with the army. You're more like and fighting terrorists. Yeah, doing fighting drug lords and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Because terrorists, that's the, that's the end game. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Like, I'm not. It's not like I'm a big Ghost Recon fan where I'm like, I pissed. Like, oh no, you changed it. Like, I don't really care. I'm just kind of stating that it is a different direction for the franchise, you know. Um, and then we'll see how long it takes for this game to come out because you know uh, when geez, they show the fact that we got like pre-alpha gameplay. Yeah, and the fact that it's their you know end of show reveal that means it's probably at least two years out. <laughs> That's usually what happens with their end of show games. <laughs> Until 2017 for Ghost Recon? Jesus yeah. Christ. Or like late 2016, maybe? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I guess we're going to really wait to fight the friction. Yeah, you got to fight that friction, man. 2017. <laughs> That's got to be the tagline for this game. Fight the friction. Fight the friction, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will be. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Fight the friction with friends. <laughs> that song, dude. It's so annoying. You can't it's fight annoying. the friction. Yeah, it's like okay, but, but we'll see. It looks neat. Like I said, it's gonna be fun playing with your friends and all that. Uh, it kind of, kind of look like maybe it's like a co-op just cause a little bit. Yeah, cool. You know, I would say for co-op third person Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, more so. I mean, but they did show you jumping out of a plane, and I guess you got a parachute, which is pretty like awesome. I know. Just cause. Well, it's probably nowhere near uh, as ridiculous. Maybe yeah. it will, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you do like fight, friction. <laughs> fight friction. Yeah, like I said, we'll see. We'll, we'll see more of Ghost Recon eventually, and it looks neat. Um, and like I said, different direction. But yeah, we actually skipped a big thing that Ubisoft showed off. We, we skipped oh, Assassin's Creed we, we Syndicate. Mine. No, well they did show. Yeah, Syndicate was weird because they just showed a CG trailer. <laughs> no gameplay. Like, yeah, they're like they're like, oh, no gameplay. You already know like, what Assassin's Creed is. Yeah, you already know. But they're like, it was kind of funny. Like, if you want to see the gameplay, go play it. You know, like yourself. Demo, go play it yourself. Play it yourself. <laughs> you know. And Will like, it be I'm behind kinda, closed doors demos or no? Like, it's it's public on the floor to play. You know, so people can go play it. So is somebody just going to record it from a handy cam, like an IGN, just upload on YouTube and say, here's the first full Assassin's Creed Syndicate gameplay. Yeah, that was really weird. What kind of reveal is that? Yeah, that was really weird. I mean, they already show gameplay at the main reveal, so I guess they didn't feel the need to, like, show more, I guess. They should have just shown, like, a legit demo. I guess, but I guess they want to see. I guess they want people to like go hands on and report about it online. Like, yes, this is awesome. I hope it is. (laughs) It's either that or they're going to show gameplay at the Sony event, which I hope they don't because I really don't want. (laughs) If it it fails, yeah, like no. Well, if it fails, but also I just don't want Sony to really devote time to Assassin's Creed. Like, we really don't need to see it. You know, 
Maybe. I mean, dude, they're devoting time to Destiny. What do you think of the Assassin's Creed that's any worse? Yeah, but Destiny is a big deal, you know, whether or not we think it is, but it is a big deal, and Sony wants to show at their event. Uh, yeah, they're going to. Um, that new expansion, yeah, probably. They're going so, to. Yeah, they're going to, which uh, is um, a waste of time, but it is, yeah, it's fine. But, but yeah, it was really weird. Um, but yeah, it was just weird, so we'll see if they show it at the Sony event, but if not, it is on the floor. We'll get some impressions of that. But I thought it was really weird how they handled that no on-stage demo. Um what was the big thing of this? I don't remember. Oh wait, wait, wait. Well, uh, let me put a pin in that. Uh, I, I forgot about one thing too, dude. Did you catch that 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 shot during the um the just just dance demonstration? The little shot the director said. No. He was yeah. The, so the game director came on talking about Just Dance 2016, and he was like, "Just Dance 2016, like you don't need a camera, like you can just use your phone oh, to operate it." And here's what he said. Here's what he said. I laughed. I laughed out loud when he said it. He said, "Um, yeah, Just Dance. You don't need a camera. You can just use your phone to 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 operate the game or whatever." And they said, "But if you have a camera, it still works like the old games. But we know most of you don't have a camera, so." You know, you can use your phone. I'm like, I thought that was so funny when he straight up said, "We know, we know, most of you don't have a camera for your console." So, so it takes shots I, at Microsoft and it Harmonics. Takes, it takes shots at Microsoft and Sony because they know most people, I guess, don't didn't buy the camera from Sony, and they know people don't even use their camera on the Microsoft system. Mm. You know, especially now since you can buy an Xbox without a camera. Yeah. So, I thought that was just funny. I laughed at it when he was like, "Yeah, we know most of you don't have a camera, you know." Uh, uh, and Microsoft's like, "Oh, we'll terminate your game from our console. You're no longer <laughs> going to be on our console anymore." Well, that's Microsoft would lose yeah. money on that, but so I don't know. I just found that funny. But yeah, no, the big thing we skipped was Ubisoft showed off a new IP today, um, a big one um, for Honor. Oh. That was kind of neat uh, because that's what they said that when they when they introduced it. They were like normally we save new IPs for the end, but we're really excited for this one. And they said and they showed off this new IP for Honor. And it looked neat. I mean, it's a Viking versus Knights game or whatever, and uh, it's four player co op. Oh, surprise! Like yeah, yeah, I know. But four versus four squad base. You know, you're like your armies kind of squads and it looks squad based. <laughs> kind of squad base. Vikings you know, have like, squads. Yeah, squads. Your Viking squad. But, um, well, squad and the fact that, you know, you have the four guys that are controlled by players, but you're still part of a bigger army. Like, they show that in the demo. Right. Like, are, these four guys are playable, but then there's still a bigger army around you to kind of fill out the battle. Yeah. Um, but look neat. It's something different, you know, it, um, you know, cause it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a new IP from, um, Ubisoft. 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 And, um, you know, and they said they're going to be doing beta soon for it and it's going to be coming out sometime in 2016. Um, it's certainly more look interesting than Fable Legends. Oh yeah, we got the little Another. CD trailer or whatnot. Fable Legends, dude, like Microsoft definitely doesn't care about Fable Legends. They only showed that for like a minute. Yeah, Fable Legends, yeah, dude, is just freaking ridiculous. Because that was funny. Like they show Fable Legends, and they're like, "Hey guys, so here's something more exciting: VR." VR. Yeah. Don't need. Don't need Fable Legends. Fable Legends is turning into a legend. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, a forgotten legend. Forgotten you would legend. Say. You because go, yeah. Fable Legends looks lame. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's lame. But uh, it sounds it sounds cool on paper. You know, have four players do their thing, and then one guy is like like the dungeon master from from uh, Dungeons and Dragons with his iPad or whatever, making things happen. Yeah, you know, it sounds uh-huh. cool on paper. But every time you see it in action, you're just kind of like, eh, this doesn't look that interesting. Yeah, it looks boring as hell. 
saying. But um, back to that again. Back to, back to four honor, which I'll, I'll thank God they didn't use the number four, you know, in the title, you know, four honor. Um, <laughs> like a third Ratchet Clank game. Then they oh. didn't they go all four one. <laughs> yeah. It was a four. Um, it's the fourth one. Yeah, it's the fourth one. No, so yeah, for for four honor, they use the regular word for. Um, but looks like I said, it, it's uh, it's something original. Um, for the most part, and uh, it looks brutal too, like the combat and stuff. Brutal, slice people up. Oh come on, uh, it can't be as brutal as like Doom. Yeah, Doom is pretty ridiculous. You can like kill somebody with his own foot. Um. Wait, in so, Doom, you mean? Yeah, in Doom, you can like rip that guy's leg and like bust his head in with his own foot. Yeah, and, like rip people have and all yeah, and... that's what I mean. But no, with For Honor, you just like slice people up and and then it looks like kind of like what Siege is doing, where it's like you know you get you kill once you don't respawn in that round or whatever. I would say Gears of War is like the least violent now. <laughs> is it not yeah. ironic? Or like before, before it was like the most violent game ever, and now it's like the least violent game. <laughs> yeah, by most standards, like ah, it's not that violent, you know, compared to these other games nowadays. But I love that in Gears of War they brought back that horror element of Gears a little bit. Yeah, that that was that's cool. awesome, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like I said, I, I said that with the Bethesda thing. Like I love horror, you know, horror games and kind of the horror vibe or whatever and like even though you didn't get that with doom and maybe that might happen but in the gameplay demo we certainly really didn't get that aspect but it was nice to see yeah. like the coalition like dude the coalition gets what gears is like what i saw in that gameplay demo like because judgment to me was a failure it wasn't that great <laughs> of a game so it was nice to see them like actually get what gears of war is and especially it's like harkening back to even the original gears of war because I like Gears One a lot, and even though they didn't dedicate any time to the um, the, remaster. Re- the remaster, unfortunately, but at least we saw a lengthy gameplay demo for, and it just looked awesome. I mean, yeah, oh, I, I'm gonna need to go over to somebody's house and like play the whole campaign real quick. Like, it looked freaking good. I can't wait. I definitely got confidence in the coalition; they'll de- deliver. I hope. I hope though when that game comes out, it's not actually called Gears Four. I, th- it's, it's, I think it's called Gears Four. I don't think it's called Gears of War Four. But it, but right after the logo came up, the mm. guy said Gears of War Four coming next year. You know yeah, the logo was Gears so, though, but maybe it's just like an abbreviation. I don't know. I, yeah, I hope when it comes out, it's actually called Gears of War Four because Gears Four just sounds lame. It's like if they called the new Call of Duty COD Black Ops Three. You know. You mean like, Ops? Call, yeah, they call it yeah COD Ops Three. You know if they just called it that. <laughs> That's literally half-assing the title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that's what that's the same thing with Gears. They just call it Gears 4. But I don't know. Sounds... So many people call it as Gears. Like, I say Gears all the time. I don't say Gears of War, you know? It's... Yeah, I know. But, like, do you refer to Call of Duty as COD? Not too many times. But sometimes, but, like, as yeah, just, like if you... I'm speaking, like, in a really short... I mean, that's like if you had God of War just called God 4. <laughs> God Yeah, War. it's like... <laughs> God 4. <laughs> Yeah, same thing with Gears here. Like, I it does kind of lame, like just to call it Gears Four. It's the same thing, like if they just called the next Call of Duty COD. You know, it's like that's I don't know. It's just, like you said, it's lazy. It's just going. Like, eh. It's half assed. Yeah, half assed. Yeah, it's like like I want my games full ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, when I watched. Dog- I don't know if I fully predicted Watch Dogs Two, but I kind of like maybe maybe said off like, that maybe that. Watch Dogs 2 by having an appearance yeah. that Ubisoft that did oh. not happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Or like if yeah, or like if Ubisoft would call Assassin's Creed, they just straight up call it AC um, Syndicate. Like on the box, it says AC Syndicate. 
I know everyone, like, even the, them when they're on stage talking about it, they say AC or AC, whatever, they do. AC Syndicate. And, like, yeah, like, when you played AC Brotherhood, it said AC Brotherhood on, like, your thing, like, what you're playing. Yeah. Um, but it's not on the box. The box says Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, or the new one's going to say Assassin's Creed Syndicate. You know, it's not actually called AC Syndicate, you know, technically on the box. So it's kind of what I'm seeing with Gears 4. Maybe it'll be like that, where they just refer to it as Gears 4, but, like... You know, when it comes out, it'll be Gears of War 4 on the box or whatever. For marketing reasons. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of the same thing's happening with Star Wars. Like, it's just called Star Wars The Force Unleashed. But, like, when you actually... Uh, not The Force Unleashed. Force Awakens. Um, you know, it's called that in marketing and whatnot. But when you actually see it in theaters, it's going to say Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Like, on the on the title card or whatever. When we talk about it, we call it scroller. Episode 7. Yeah. We so it's really just one of those things... Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna say that on the on the titles card, the screen when the when it does the opening credits, it's gonna mm-hmm. say that. But for marketing, it's just Star Wars: The Force Awakens because I mean it's just smaller, like it's not a whole lot to print, you know, on a on a on an advertisement or something. Um, so we'll just see. Great saving, saving that uh thing they charge by the letter, <laughs> advertisers. <laughs> I know. So we'll we'll see, but um. Yeah, I think Ubisoft did have a really strong uh, showing outside of um, Just Dance. You know, I thought that was kind of eh, but the rest I thought was really strong. They they presented they presented um, you know some new stuff with um, For Honor, and um, you know, and then the surprise was you know they're doing a South Park sequel, uh, and I think everything was kind of presented with you know the right amount of time. I thought the Assassin's Creed thing was a little weird because no on-stage gameplay, but it's whatever. I mean, you know what to expect with um, Assassin's Creed at this point. Assassin's Creed, yeah. And then the other big surprise with you know Ghost Recon and its new direction. Um, so overall, yeah. I think you, I think Ubisoft had a really good show. Um, you know, like I said, EA's was just kind of okay because of the slug, slug in the middle. Um, I think Ubisoft had a good, really good show. Um, and like I said, uh, Sony starts in like forty-five minutes. Uh, we're recording this recording this episode right before the Sony one starts. Um, so that is so, time. Yeah, time. You know, getting ready for that Sony event. So yeah, but with that, yeah, we've gone over the EA one. Got the Ubisoft. We've gone over the Microsoft one a good bit more than I thought we were going to. Well, um, it had to be mentioned. They, yeah, they, it had to be mentioned. They were better than both of those. <laughs> yeah, well, a strong show. Really emphasizing what's this year. You know, rather than everyone else it was kind of like 2016, you know, 2017, 2017, 2020, yeah. 2020, Ghost Recon, 2020, <laughs> coming 2020, coming to that PS5. Get I want to fight the friction game. on my PS4. Yeah. You can fight the friction. Yeah. But like I said, like I said, with that, you know, we've covered the bases, I think, uh, for the for those press conferences. Um, our next episode will obviously be the Sony one. Uh, we'll probably go into great lengths over the Sony one. Um Yes, it'll probably we'll, be a dedicated episode. Oh yeah, like that's gonna be dubbed. We're gonna dub that our our twenty first episode probably mm-hmm. uh, because you know it's so place related and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like I said, with that, this has been the PSBS going over the EA, Ubisoft, and a little bit of the Microsoft conference. Um, you know, kind of our impressions of those things. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, like I said, this has been the PSBS. Um, like I said, keep it locked. We're going to have another episode soon for the Sony event. Uh, going over other E um, E3 related stuff. You know, uh, whatever comes up between now and then. Mm-hmm. Next episode and all that. So yeah, hopefully with that you'll tune in soon and uh, see the next episode. Um, 
So yeah, thanks for listening for this. This has been the PSBS, the Playstation Possession Podcast E3 special.